Hey, it's Vanessa, and welcome to my podcast, A Journey with Vanessa Chu. If you haven't read the book, Ultimate Confidence, The Secrets to Feeling Great About Yourself Every Day, I highly recommend it. I don't get paid or anything to talk about it. I just really love everything I've learned from it and how the author, Marissa Peer, explains practical ways to gain more confidence. I'm learning that confidence has a lot to do with language you use and how you talk to yourself, like I mentioned in last week's episode, How to Silence Your Inner Critic. When you make a mistake, how is tearing yourself down going to help you in any way? You want to build yourself up. Um, As the author puts it, use praise for your actions instead of contempt, especially when you mess up or when you make a mistake. And sometimes I think we don't even realize the things we're telling ourselves and the way we talk to ourselves really affects our confidence. Marissa Peer writes in step four that confident people speak differently and use a different language than those who lack confidence. And if words are that powerful and your mind is that powerful, that it takes everything you say as literal, why not speak like other confident people do instead of using negative statements about yourself. Until I read this book, I didn't even know I was using the language of someone who lacked confidence. For example, uh, if I was getting ready to host an event or get on stage to perform improv or go into a room for an acting audition, I would immediately think, oh my goodness, I'm so terrified. I'm super scared. I'm really anxious. And you know what? Using those words only made me more anxious and more stressed. So then feeling terrified and anxious and scared is in my head. So my body wants to escape from that. It's the fight or flight response. And it's our immediate response for survival, right? So the way to stop this is to use different words. It's as simple as that. Use a different language to describe how you're feeling in that moment. So if I'm going to get on stage to perform, I'm not going to use the word terrified. I might be nervous because I want to do well and it's live. But now I choose to use other words like excited and I can't do this to I can. Or if I'm being interviewed for something, I can't or I don't really want to becomes I can. I can deal. I can cope. I can handle this. I still struggle with this sometimes, though, and I'll catch myself using I can't statements. I'm usually aware of it when it happens, and I make a point to change the words and the language I use, and I'm making an effort to choose less intense words. As the author puts it, your brain has to accept and act off the words and pictures you give it. Give it less intense words and pictures, and you will have a less intense reaction to situations that you previously thought of as stressful. I also really love how the author wrote about programming your mind to succeed by not using the prefix my for things that you want to be free of. It's like saying um, my anxiety, my fear, my shyness, my lack of confidence, because using The word my is like you're taking ownership of those things, but you don't want those things, right? So as soon as you take it away and say instead, the anxiety, the fear, the shyness, your brain doesn't think those things 
belong to you anymore. I know it seems like such a small change, but it can make a really big difference in your life. And I never had this realization before that saying things like my anxiety and my fears makes it so much harder for my brain to let those things go because it thinks that those things are mine. When I take the word my out of there, I release that emotional and personal connection with those things that I don't want. Changing the language you use is really simple, but if you've been putting yourself down for a long time, like I have, it takes time to break that habit. And I work at it every day, and I know the more I'm aware of the words I'm using and the more I'm intentional about the language I'm using, it'll become like second nature and I won't even have to think about it. A handful of other words I've learned that successful and confident people don't use is hope, try, wish, dream. I can't even count how many times I've used those words in sentences. Uh, I hope the interview will go well. I wish I could be more confident. I dream of being successful. I remember when I was chatting with my business coach not too long ago about my goals and I used the phrase one day, like, oh, I'll reach that one day. And she said, not one day, now. And as soon as she said that to me, I thought of that saying, if not now, when? And it's almost as if I use the phrase one day as an excuse not to do something now and not to take action now. And when I say I'll do that one day, my brain's not going to want to take action. And I know how powerful the mind is. So when I use words like hope, try, wish, and dream, my mind thinks that what I want is completely unattainable. I don't believe that I will have those things and that what I want is totally out of my control. So I swap out those words and say, I will be successful. I am confident. I will do awesome in that interview. This way, I'm programming my mind and I'm giving myself permission to go out and get what I want and reach those goals. And I'll get into what I'm learning about how to achieve your goals in next week's episode. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful that you found my podcast. Remember to click on the follow button on my show so you know when I release a new episode. And you can reach me by email at hello at if you have any questions or comments about anything you've heard.